0: You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia, here from the studios of Pigeon Media in Melbourne, Australia, hosted by Ivan Fonte. Tune in worldwide via our website at www.pigeonmedia.com.au. Pigeon Racing Victoria Incorporated special announcement. Due to the COVID-19 restrictions in 2020, the race is postponed to 2022. Now the race
1: is on and here comes Pride at the backstretch
0: the victoria cup 2022 purchase special rings at hundred dollars each for every 10 rings purchased receive one ring for free presented and conducted by pigeon racing victoria incorporated first prize is $100,000 guaranteed. Australia's biggest pigeon race from Cobar in New South Wales. For more information, visit the website at www.pigeonracingvictoria.com That's www.pigeonracingvictoria.com Or telephone Taz Gazis on 0419 That's 0419 here comes
1: pride at the backstreet, heartaches are going to the inside, my tears are holding back, they're trying not to fall, my heart's out of the running, through love, scratch for another sake, the race is on and it looks like heartache, and the winner loses all.
5: Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Taramead. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramead stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulan Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340. 5 5 1. Southern FM sponsor.
6: Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements, plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Pet Stock Terelgan. Broad Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia.
3: Southern FM Sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products
7: are the Australian distributors for Rohnfried Pigeon Products. Ronefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeon's inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 3 1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au
3: Southern FM Sponsor
8: What you hear on community radio is governed by the community broadcasting codes of practice. The codes of practice cover matters relating to program content that are of concern to the community, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music content, programs for children, and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting to the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this service. Copies of the codes are available from the Community Broadcasting Association website, www.cbaa.org.au.
9: There's no doubt everyone is feeling impacted in some way by coronavirus. From work-life disruptions to financial stress, our days look very different. It's normal to be feeling a little overwhelmed or perhaps completely out of your depth. That's why Beyond Blue has developed the Coronavirus Mental Wellbeing Support Service. It's free and available 24-7. So if you're feeling unsure about how to cope, chat to one of our expert counsellors by calling 1-800-512-348 or visit coronavirus.beyondblue.org.au.
1: From St Kilda to Clayton, you're listening to 88.3 Southern FM. You're listening
0: to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted Pigeon Radio show in the world. Hosted and presented by Ivan Fondy.
7: You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Yeah. yeah.
0: Good morning to all our listeners of Pigeon Radio Australia Worldwide. I would like to open Pigeon Radio Australia this morning with this editorial I have prepared about racing pigeons and these lockdown restriction situations throughout Australia. I feel something is needed to be said on behalf of all the sporting racing pigeon flyers in Australia today. Firstly, let me say that the Australian Morrison Federal Government really need to step up its COVID-19 vaccine rollout and protect the elderly and vulnerable in our community and make an extra effort for the sake of us all to roll out as much of the most effective vaccine available in the world as soon as possible. So we are not forced into these depressing and damaging lockdown situations. Australia was once the envy of the world in this current COVID-19 pandemic, but now, with our current vaccine rollout in this country, we have become a laughingstock to the rest of the COVID-19 vaccinated world. Knock on America's door, who has an abundance of COVID-19 vaccines and request vaccine be sent to Australians, who have been frequent allies and supporters of the USA in both world wars and recent world affairs. On last week's show, we were extremely excited and quite happy and joyful here on Pigeon Radio Australia that all Melbourne federations were finally all racing again. You could hear the excitement in all our voices and all our special guests' voices that once again Australian racing pigeon fanciers in the two biggest states in Australia were in a happy place again. But it was short-lived for Melbourne and now our colleagues in Sydney are facing the same ignorant treatment from their state governments. Firstly... Let me say that pigeon racing is a sport and unlike AFL and Rugby League, which have their restrictions chopped and changed as it suits and unlike horse racing and greyhound racing, where the government make an abundance of dollars for the government coffers, pigeon racing is a non-spectator sport, which makes it one of the safest sports to conduct while this COVID-19 viral pandemic is in action within our country. It makes me quite angry that the community Sports Minister for Victoria Miss Rosalind Louise Spence Minister for Multicultural Affairs Community Sport and Youth in the Labour Andrews Government of Victoria and their department is virtually ignoring our members of the pigeon racing sport Calls to let our sport continue during lockdown situation Replying to emails to members of the Racing Pigeon Fraternity trying to organise protocols and procedures for racing under COVID-19 restrictions stating that pigeon racing is not a sport but a hobby and basically telling us to go away. It makes me quite upset to hear that the Victorian Minister for Health and Aged Care, Mr Martin Peter Foley, who makes the final decision about permits and sporting groups conducting their events during these harsh lockdowns, has received correspondence about our COVID-19 plans and protocols for pigeon racing during this pandemic and is basically not giving us any immediate answers. As a result of this, the State Government of Victoria has left our Victorian racing pigeon community in limbo. In my process of research for this editorial, I visited the Victorian Government's COVID-19 website, where I searched for anything relating to animal welfare that is allowed during these restrictions. I proceeded to check the authorised provider and authorised worker list. It clearly states on the website, these events during lockdown are permitted. One, that services connected with animal health, husbandry, or welfare, including the RSPCA. Two, urgent services necessary for the health and safety of any person, animal, or premises. But when you call the COVID-19 government line, you receive the mixed response. One operator telling you that you are permitted to train your pigeons. Then you call up again, get another operator, and they inform you that you are prohibited from training your racing pigeons. There is no clarity. So, I am informing the Health Minister, Mr. Martin Peter Foley, the racing pigeon sport needs clarity and answers from your department right now. I would also like to add that Victorian state government officials have been invited onto Pigeon Radio Australia to chat about the lockdown situation via email, but we have yet to receive any response or acknowledgement of our invitations. I would like to remind the Acting Minister via my microphone on Pigeon Radio Australia that members of the Racing Pigeon Fraternity are all voters and taxpayers in this state of Victoria and our once great country of Australia. Some of our members probably voted for the current government and placed them into their well-paid positions that should be working for the community as a whole and not against the community, which racing pigeon clubs all around Australia are a member and valued contributor. Racing pigeon flyers have memories and the next time we proceed to the polling booth to cast our vote for the state or the nation, we will remember the treatment of ignorance we have received from various government departments. I would like to remind ministers that pigeon racing, as a contributor to the general community, have contributed to charities and community events. For example, the Royal Children's Hospital Appeal, raising thousands of dollars for funds to help sick children. We also contribute to charities for cancer, breast cancer, and for unfortunate families and children in our community. When pigeons are in training, I would like to highlight to the government and their departments that it would have to be one of the safest practices to conduct during a pandemic lockdown situation. The trainer of the racing pigeons load the birds into baskets onto their vehicle and with masks included into their attire, transport the racing pigeons to a remote place where there would not be any people around. Release the birds, get back into their vehicle and drive home with no human contact whatsoever. In entering racing pigeons into a race, we visit our various clubs. Our clubs and federations have set up protocols and safe measures during the restrictions to ensure the members' safety and non-spread of the virus. QR codes are in place, mask wearing is mandatory in our rooms and the 1.5 metre ruling is strictly adhered to. What could be more satisfying during a lockdown situation, waiting for racing pigeons during a race with your immediate family at home in the backyard, going nowhere for the day? this for members of the racing pigeon sport is mentally stimulating and is not endangering not one member of the general community being i would say the safest sport to conduct during a viral pandemic situation and lockdown restrictions at this point A non-pigeon fancier or someone just tuning into this program this morning may think that I am being selfish. And who cares about pigeon racing when there is a terrible virus running rampant in the state? But we have many elderly members who enjoy their pigeon racing. And in these unprecedented times, racing pigeons for a pigeon fancier is good for the mental health of the individual. So I think these points should be highlighted on this program. I find it quite comical and amusing that AFL and NFL and greyhound and horse racing is allowed to continue under lockdown restrictions, chopping and changing as it suits, with government departments allowing snap air travel to different states in Australia so that their sport can continue. All racing pigeon flyers are asking for is the same and equal treatment for our sport, which is the safest sport to conduct during a lockdown pandemic situation. Racing pigeon fanciers know very well what a viral pandemic situation is and would have to be experts in biosecurity. Having to quarantine birds during viral pandemic outbreaks with our racing pigeons in recent times In closing, I would like to highlight to the ministers and government departments that the pigeon racing sport in all countries of the world were allowed to continue during pandemic and lockdowns in some of the countries worst hit by the coronavirus. I am extremely saddened and angry that in 2020, Melbourne, Australia was the only place in the entire modern world where the racing pigeon sport was not allowed to proceed and continue. And I really thought we, Australians, were members in the lucky country. I would like to inform our listeners this morning of Pigeon Radio Australia that Australia's head of state... Her Royal Highness Queen Elizabeth II is a racing pigeon flyer and during the lockdown restrictions in the United Kingdom where the pandemic situation was quite worse than Australia's present situation was not prohibited to train and race the Royal Racing Pigeons. I'm Ivan Fonte and you're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia the only devoted racing pigeon radio program in the world.
4: Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod
6: Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements, plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Pet Stock Torrelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia,
3: Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products
7: are the Australian distributors for Roenfried Pigeon Products. Roenfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeon's inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on three 1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au
3: Southern FM Sponsor
5: your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramead stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Toulon Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340. 551 Southern FM sponsor.
10: G'day, I'm Rex Hunt. Here's a product I really believe in. We all use it, can't live without it. What is it? It's water. Now, I told you it was a great product. What else has so many uses? Drinking, swimming, cooking, washing, and of course, folks, fishing. But here's the thing I don't want to sell you more of it, I'm asking you to use less and keep our waterways clean. Otherwise, it'll be a yibberda yibberda. That's all, folks.
0: The future of water is in our hands.
9: There's no doubt everyone is feeling impacted in some way by coronavirus. From work-life disruptions to financial stress, our days look very different. It's normal to be feeling a little overwhelmed or perhaps completely out of your depth. That's why Beyond Blue has developed the Coronavirus Mental Wellbeing Support Service. It's free and available 24-7. So if you're feeling unsure about how to cope, chat to one of our expert counsellors by calling 1-800-512-348 or visit coronavirus.beyondblue.org.au.
11: G'day, hello and g'day. My name's Josh Gatt and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m., and I showcase the very best in new Australian independent music from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes, as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Blue Stone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m. Catch you there.
7: You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on eighty-eight point three, Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia.
1: So, stop the pigeon, stop. The-
0: You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the bayside. Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au and our address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au Go and check us out. We also have a great group on Facebook Which has now over 30,000 members and we're aiming for the 50,000. And I tell you what, with the amount of members we're getting on that group, we'll get the 50,000 in a couple of weeks' time. So if you do yourself a favour, if you want to talk to pigeon uh, fanciers and pigeon racers all over the world, and I mean all over the world, go and join a group on Facebook called The Racing Pigeon. We also have the Racing Pigeon Australia and Pigeon Radio Australia Facebook group and don't forget go and check out our page which is the Pigeon Media Pigeon Radio Australia page. Now right now we have to introduce our correspondents.
10: Are you thinking what I'm thinking, B1? I
7: think I am, B2. It's music. Tony McPherson and Tony Barbara. B1 and B2, our Pigeon Radio Australia Bananas in pyjamas.
0: Ah, uh, yes. And first of all, it's a very good day to Mr. Tony Barbara. Hello, Tony Barbara.
1: Good day, Ivan.
12: Good day, B1. And good day, Pink Panther. And good day to everybody around the web.
0: Tony, how are you, and uh, what's happening where you are?
12: Well, I'm not very, very happy. I mean, I think I'm mm. losing my mind. I can't route training my pigeons. I can't visit my mom at the nursing home, which is eight kilometres from me. And these are the two things that I love. That I
0: can't do. No good, Tony. No good. Yeah, and and you can't train your pigeons and you can't take them out on the road. That's making you upset. I am. Mm. I can't even sleep well Mm. or eat well. Mm. That's no good. No good, Tony. Tony McPherson Uh, is on the line. And uh, how are you, Tony? Tony McPherson. He's not on the line. Hey? He's dropped out. Oh, well, we'll have to ring him later on. Uh, We've got to uh, introduce this character right now.
9: And now, introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia's know-it-all spy correspondent, Charlie Gretch.
0: Now, Charlie has uh, a guest from Sydney on the line and I'll let Charlie do the honours and introduce who he has on the line and uh, he's going to continue talking about these restrictions and pigeon racing. Charlie, take it away, mate. How are you?
14: Yeah, good, Ivan. Um, just before I introduce our guest, um, just first of all, um, that was pretty well put together, um, what we heard there at the start of the show. Just just a couple of things. Um, there has been things sent... But unfortunately, letters etc. are not getting through, and if they are, they're not really interest, interested at the moment. The only thing that we can do is keep pushing, which we still are. Things yeah. will happen, as oh, yeah. it has in the past, right? But it will happen. Uh, sh- short term, I don't think so, but I'm sure long term something will happen, like like it did in the past. So mm. unfortunately, with this lockdown. As we all know, it's all over the news. We can't do this. We can't do that. It's happening to everybody, not just mm. to you.
0: Me, no, and- no, no. I know. I understand that. But you know what makes me upset, Charlie? The thing that makes me upset is that you contact all these people. There are other people also contacting people, and I mean they don't even give you the courtesy to give you an, an answer. You know what I mean?
14: Yeah. Uh, look, I know, That's I know It will happen, but unfortunately, it's going to be one of these slow processes. There's so many things that are happening. Not just with COVID, other issues that's been happening around this uh, around the country. And as uh, as
0: I told you, Charlie, even if we get out of lockdown, you've got to still—if—if—if you don't get any answers, you've got to still keep pushing because we'll get into lockdown again, and then we'll be back in the same situation.
14: Yep, yep. Definitely, definitely. But anyway, we're going to introduce our guest tonight or today, um, Mr. Tony Davis from Sydney. G'day, Tony. How are you?
15: G'day, mate. Oh, I'm actually from Newcastle, mate.
14: Sorry, I was just trying to make Sydney feel a bit better. He's okay, from yeah, New South Wales. Hey, Charlie, New
0: Charlie. New, Charlie. We, we all know. Charlie, he's from New South yeah. Wales, so that generalises oh, sorry.
14: It. New South Wales. I said Sydney. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. So, mate, yeah. um, you obviously, you've got the um, good um, part of the straw. You're racing. Well, it's only
15: by um, good luck rather than good management, I'm afraid. It's just when they draw the boundaries for the the lockdown areas they took in the, um, what they call the Greater Sydney area, um, which basically stops at the Central Coast, which is the the Central Coast Wyong, Gosford Wyong area up this way, Blue Mountains and down to the South Coast. And we're on the other side um, and we're not. So we're actually staying through our way. And up until just recently, there's been a lot of people travelling through what they call essential work. A lot of construction workers live up here and work in Sydney and that, but they've just pulled the pin on that. So now they've got a two-week lockdown of all construction work, which is an attempt to probably uh, curtail uh, the transmission of this um, virus because it's um you know people aren't showing any signs and they're going oh, I'm right I'm going to work but there's a few big holes in that. But they haven't been testing anybody, you know. Like so, yeah, a lot of things happening in New South Wales or in Sydney Basin, but don't worry, the whole state's um, sitting there with bated breath thinking. You know, we we had one scare up here at Thornton. I think it was those those furniture removal blokes. They went to a garage up here, and um, that caused a bit of anxiety. But luckily, um, there's been no reported cases from that one chance where they stopped and went in. There's no one in the garage, so it's at the moment we're lucky. But I mean, it's how long is our luck going to last? It's well, it's a toss of coins. So at the moment, we're trying to race pigeons and keep the fed going as best we can. We've all got uh, every club set up with a. QR code. We've got covert procedures in place. Everyone wears masks so we're, all our due diligence is being done. <clears throat> we have a co- approved covert plan, which is we had to do that to keep operating. That was from the first time, and that's still in in, the, in that's still current our approval to continue racing. But again, we're to comply with all the covert procedures, which is PPE safety, recording. The recording is a big one now that everyone it comes to clubs, does a QR code as a sign on sheet. Um, we've got to ma- ma- maintain electronic records of that. So if anything happens, they can then quickly say that someone's been there and all the people must isolate. So the QR codes are definitely a plus, And you've got to have that in place and you've got to have your blokes following the rules. And, I mean, compared to the first time we had the COVID issue and we were locked down like everyone else couldn't race and we, we spent a lot of time, we wrote to every local member of parliament plus the state health minister and anyone we could, and we eventually got approval to race as long as we had a compliant COVID safety plan. Um, yeah. In real terms, there's definitely a level of discrimination between the, um, shall we say, the racing fraternity, which is <laughs> generates a lot of money for the government, no doubt, so the horses and the trotters and the, and the dogs... Seem to be able to work regardless for the generating money, but because the pigeons don't generate no mm. taxpayers, we're we're associations. Basically, we don't make generating taxes, so obviously we play second fiddle to them, boys. But fundamentally, mm. we can realistically have whole pigeon racing as long as we've got a few few of the key aspects covered. Which is the main, the biggest risk we've got is our truck driver and the offsider. They're the ones that actually go from A to B to different towns to different fuel places. And I mean, it's only a stigma at the moment because we're in we're not in a lockdown area. No one worries about Newcastle Pigeon Federation. But if it was Sydney, you, everywhere you go, you'd be criticised. You know what I mean? I suppose. So mm. at the moment, we we our driver follows a stringent procedures, records everything, we do everything right. All our members are. But at the end of the day, if they pull the pin, they'll say we're not essential and we have to just abide by it. I mean, it's disappointing, but that's that's reality. Um, I think when they come to this, there's a new uh, quick testing coming out, ten minute testing for COVID. These are in Europe and all over the place now. That sort of helped Europe and that open up a bit more. But for some reason, the government's been a bit hesitant to accept that level of technology. So you sort of can turn up for work, get tested ten minutes, you either clear or you go on home. But haven't mm. haven't 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 got that far yet. But I think they've been um, yeah <laughs> the bickering the bickering between the states is. Quite funny and just amazing. The prime minister doesn't it's not the up to the state. So yeah, we're we're all in the same boat. But your bloke down there, Daniel Andrews, he's actually, even though he's locked you down pretty hard from the start, he's actually probably done the right thing compared to what's happened in New South Wales. We're we're now the basket case with um, you know, we've had a, you know, whether it take them ten days before they decide to do something about the limousine drive, and By that time, it's spread at the South Australia, Victoria, and Queensland. So. Good on you, Gladys. You didn't do a good job for us then. So anyway, that's that's politics, isn't it?
14: Yeah, she's always praising all the um, all the people there. That um, well done for doing this and well done for doing that. And I think she doesn't want to lose any brownie points.
15: Oh look, it's uh, a game. I mean, who'd want to be a
0: politician, mate? I you know. just <laughs> wish I just wish these damn politicians would stop playing politics because a virus and politics don't mix. They should stop playing politics and start. Being honest with us, I think, that, that's, that, that'd be something to ask. Well, really I'll, tell one,
14: that... I'll tell you one thing. I'd love to be a politician because I can tell you that uh, we've definitely be training our pigeons. <laughs> <laughs>
15: well, uh, I mean, realistically, um, if you look at the legislation as, it's, as it is now, you're allowed to feed and train your birds, animals, birds, like people can do things. You can go and get feed to feed your birds. Yeah. Now, it didn't say if you're going to the produce shop to get your birds, to get your feed, it didn't say you can't put your birds on there, because that's exercise, because you're allowed to exercise. So if you play the game while well, I'm exercising, I have to lift the basket, put it on the back of the car, get in the car, exercise my arms driving, I'm going to get some feed for my birds, and while I'm there, I let me birds up, and they exercise home, my drive home, and they don't see anyone. So... You know, our, our premier up here said the other day. They said, "Oh, what's an essential worker?" And she said, "Oh, will just use your common sense." So that just opened it up for everyone to say, "I'm an essential worker." Then they realised that was wrong. Now they went back and started classifying who's an essential worker. But funnily enough, pet stores, produce merchants, and all that, farm workers, and that are allowed to continue to operate as long as they obviously following the covert safe procedures and all that. So, in in real terms, a pigeon person who has pigeons. Um, they've got to exercise those birds. Now, I suppose the argument would be is Loft training them enough exercise? And they've got to come down to the tin tacks, It probably is to keep the birds alive, but it doesn't make them race fit. And that's a different point of view. But if a
0: person who's got trotters or horses, they're allowed to go to the track and train them horses and take them back and all do yeah. all that. And they've got yeah, well, uh, and and Tony, I've got to add to that. They've got many more people around them at, at trotting tracks, racehorse tracks, and greyhound tracks.
15: And and, that, and that's exactly right. So that so the the angle that we've used and what we have done initially, we sort of wrote in our paper that we put to the government was that that it's we, we we go to a club to basket birds, but people tossing pigeons can do it from A to B. We're basically not going anywhere, but maybe you have to get a bit of fuel but they don't mingle, they can keep that totally separate, so it's only a person exercising, because, I mean, he's got to lift the baskets and the trucks, so that's a form of exercise, he's driving the car, so he's using his legs and his muscles to drive the car That's exercise, he gets out, he lets the birds out, and he comes home and he completes his exercise. So, you know, yeah, it's a it's a play on words, but when you look at it, it's a, it's a risk assessment. It's low risk, but when you get a heap of blades coming together to toss the birds, well, that's high risk.
0: So, no but that's, that's why we've got to have it. basic
15: pigeons, you know
0: but that's why we have it in place that if if you're going to uh, train your birds on the road during the COVID situation that you don't have any contact with no one. You go there, you let your birds go and go home simple yeah but the the irony of it is but the
15: the the police officers they don't go down to that level of detail, and then it becomes and that's why it becomes so uh bur- what seems simple to us. In to to tell a copper now if they're a pigeon fly they're okay if they're a cat trainer they're not like I mean you start going down to all the sports and hobbies and people want to do their thing it, it becomes hard but there is a, a they're definitely drawing a line between a commercially viable business that generates income for the government via taxes like horse racing football all those sports that everyone has to watch because that keeps them going from going stir crazy right. So they've drawn a line and said all these things that make us money, as long as they're doing it safely and they have bubbles and all that, and I think so, they're allowing that because we're not that level of professionalism. We we're not treated the same, you know. So yeah, it's a it's a frustrating thing. So how we, how we're doing with it at the moment? We're doing everything possible to be compliant, you know. We we uh, clubhouses are there, but if we get told to stop, it, it becomes a how much time can you waste arguing? unless you've got some really good support. But, and it's not really out there that, because we're such a small group in the big scheme of things. So all we can do is keep doing what we can do and hope the bloody Christ, everyone gets vaccinated and we, next year
0: it becomes a better year, you know? So, well,
1: so i tell, no, tell, tell you failure, what, i tell we, you what, we
0: Tony, we won't be able to take much more punishment with all these bloody viruses the pigeons have contracted and now this with us... I mean, how much more punishment can our sport take? Well, again, it's a frustrating thing to keep morale
15: up and that. and we've got, Of course, we've got old age, older, older people getting to the end of their tether. And, I mean, they like to keep things simple. And this is complicated for them, and people don't like complication. And, and it's easy for them to say, I've had enough. I've had a good few years. And, they, and we've got it in our Federation. we are got to lose some good old blokes. And, I mean, it's just time is up. But... It, people don't need much of an excuse these days. And with the rotor, we've got Fat Eye running running around at the moment. We're like, we're vaccinated. Some people vaccinated, some done three, some done two, some two vaccinated. People done everything they wanted to do, you know. As pigeon flies are, they make their own decision. Up some, some are good, some are bad, some are crazy, but they make their own decisions. Anyway, as a Fed, we can and look at our results. Our results from the first couple of races, we had a fair few losses. There was still a lot of rotor circulating, you know, and again either oh, recover but they're not, you know, and breaking down under stress. Uh most people got their birds pretty good, then now the, the fat eye is progressively moving through the through the camp. So there's people who've had a lot of problems with fat eye and it shows in the results. Um, you know, like it's it's a it is a struggle for everybody and everyone's in the same boat, but it it does wear thin on the people that have sort of um and iron and sort of had a good year. Like, a lot of people are keen. There's heaps of keen people on that. But in the end, you look at it and you say, surely to God we're going to get a, a decent year. We've been saying this for a while now. <laughs> it started, I think, with PMV was our per- first, you know, PMV, and it progressed the rate, and it's progressed. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's taken its toll, and it's, you know, people... You try to be positive. Like i run the long distance federation, I'm the secretary of that, and we had some great plans this year. They're all gone. gone to gone. We're going to Hobart, Petersburg. We're going to Rocky. That's our last. We might get Rocky if they, if they close the borders, but then the birds aren't educated. So there's a lot of disappointing disappoint, disappointments. You have plans. You make a plan. It goes to goes to crap. <laughs> Basically, you keep going. So we're lucky. At least we can say we're racing. And and we're racing, and heaps of people like that. The, the Hunter Club or the Central Coast Club is divided into half them, or three quarters. of Their members are in that Central Coast Council, which is in lockdown area. The other half, the other quarter of them, are not. And again, it, it's they can toss their birds, the other Bob can't. You know, like it's just bad luck. It's a line on the page. It's that's where we draw the line. You know. So, I mean, it's it's it, it look I. It's frustrating, so we're lucky, but, you know, at the moment, I, I, I'd i be very surprised if we can finish our race season without being locked down, because I've just got a feeling like that I haven't got it under control, and it'll probably move, and for everyone's sake, you've got to do the right thing, you, you know. <laughs> Human life is more important than pigeon racing. But pigeon racing makes people feel good.
14: <laughs> well, you got to keep moving on. Got to keep yeah. moving, and hopefully next week it's another race, and then a week after that you got to take it a week at a time. I say.
15: Well, we sent birds away tonight. Birds going to going to uh, Dunny Do tonight, on a, just on a on a fed toss. Mm. Uh, we raced on the weekend and um, got some good results there, and everyone's pretty happy. So. And if you got yeah. the results, do you want me to read them? Oh, out? I can. Oh, if you, I can read them out if you like. You got it? Beautiful. The, la- the last results from the last race. There's um, one by M&V uh, Waters from the Maitland Club uh, with a uh, an 18-rung pigeon uh, flying 1821. It was a pretty quick race. And we're flying the west route. The west route actually is a traditionally a good route for the uh, Maitland Raymond Terrace sort of strip and the longer markers. Uh, the second place is a black called Cornell. is a South African chap with a very long name. It starts with N and got a lot of um, letters in it. I wouldn't really be brave to even try to announce that Or pr- pronunciate that and He's from Raymond Terrace Club Dick Archer come third uh, Kristen J Newton from Adamstown Club With their long markers They come fourth Mal Burke from Maitland Graham Walters from Wall's End uh, Timmy Fairfax under Blue Craze Racing He's flying two teams and been going pretty well he uh, comes seventh. Mick and Deanie Watt from Mayfield come third, and actually a very good result from this bloke, um, Zoran Renkovic and uh, Munro. They, they they live at Port Stevens, Their mapping is two hundred and seventy k. They're like fifty, nearly sixty k longer than the winner, and they come ninth. And that's the bird that finds seventeen eighty six. That's a that's a very good pigeon to get that way because he, you know usually Zoran is um. Not up at the top, but anyway, done well. Then the 10th place went to our, our president, Stan Rippon, from Adamstown. Uh, <laughs> oh, then Mel, Mel Clements, who uh, Mel and Richard Clements, um, they had two teams and they come 11th and 12th in the Fed. Uh, so, yeah, no, it, it's been going pretty good. Our point score at the moment for our overall point score for the year, um, in the Fed, Mel Waters from Maitland is, is um leading the pack, followed by Roman Terris, Dick Arch is coming second, and m r Clements, they're coming third, followed by Kristen J. Newton, Mick and Danny Watt, Cornell uh, from Roman Terris is coming sixth, Blue Craze Racing, Evans and Fleming and Fairfax is coming seventh and eighth, Graham Waters is coming ninth, and Stan is coming tenth. I'm, um, where am I? I'm in embarrassing 28th. <laughs> so,
2: so I'm like could. Yeah, <laughs>
15: you're on board. <laughs> oh, at least I'm racing put it that way exactly. no that's no, alright I, I, I got a fourth fed the other week oh, a couple of weeks ago so I was pretty happy with that and that's probably um, been my best result for the year <laughs> you never <Hey>. know <laughs> you live in hope where I live mate I'm not a good spot for this route but anyway you take the good with the bad so hmm. yeah.
14: well Tony that was excellent mate Um, hopefully we get to chat with you again in the next uh, couple of weeks and get some more results but, uh, yeah,
15: look, me, um, was pretty short. Now I got a text from Tim. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah.
14: Okay. Try and get yeah. some results from all over. You, you know, place yeah. which is the guys that are still going. So it's great to hear from uh, from you blokes. So again, thanks very much for coming on.
15: No um, worries, and then thanks to Pigeon Radio. I think it does. You do a good job, and um, you keep everyone interested. But yeah, I think everyone's just got to suck and see with this. It's very frustrating, and hopefully we'll all get out of it. And, and next year we'll have a great year because this year is sort of going to be a. a it's a dog's breakfast. But anyway, wishes all the best. And everyone who's sitting back there saying I wish they were racing, well, let's hope you will one day. But at the moment, we've just got to comply with play the game, haven't we? It's not good, yep. but we have to do it. So anyway, best of luck. Thanks very much. Thanks, Tony. Bye bye. <laughs>
13: Every girls know where to handle the hose with the manicured nails and the pedicured toes splashing around in the kiddie pool trying to stay cool yeah you know that there ain't no amateurs here but we can ride a slip and slide without spilling our beer going hard in the yard like hard for some good years i know you got girlfriends better bring some because if you're looking for a party here we got one hey everybody It's a freaking weekend. Cannonball straight off the deep end. Keep, keep, keep the drinks coming. Keep, keep, keep the bass pumping. It's good in the hood, it's a hell of a time. We be catching our buzz in the sun and the shine. So keep, 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 keep dreaming. Cause everybody, it's a freaking weekend. everybody, it's a freaking weekend. Porch lights like a neon sun Got the door wide open, baby, come inside We're drinking on a budget cause the money is tight We can drink all night, but we
1: do it
13: right I know you got girlfriends, better bring some If you're looking for a party, then we got one I know you got girlfriends, better bring some Cause if you're looking for a party, yeah, we got one hey! Everybody, it's a freaking weekend Cannonball straight off the deep end Keep the drinks coming Keep, keep, keep the bass bumping It's good in the hood, it's a hell of a time we are catching the ours in the sun and the shine So keep, 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 keep drinking Cause everybody is a freaking weekend Everybody is a freaking weekend Everybody is the freaking weekend. Get them ball straight off the deep end. Keep, keep, keep the drinks coming. Keep, keep, keep the face bumping. It's good in the hood, it's a hell of a time. We'll be catching the buzz in the sun and the shine. So,
4: Southern
5: FM Sponsor. Your one and farming supplies. Taramead. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramead stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Toulon Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 484 340-551. Southern FM sponsor.
6: Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks, and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 409 416 794 or contact Pet Stock Terelgan. Broad Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia.
3: Southern FM Sponsor.
7: Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rohnfried Pigeon Products. Rohnfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact... Natural Pigeon Products on 035 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor
8: What you hear on community radio is governed by the community broadcasting codes of practice. The codes of practice cover matters relating to program content that are of concern to the community, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music content, programs for children, and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting to the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this service. Copies of the codes are available from the Community Broadcasting Association website www.cbaa.org.au Hey I'm Maddie Ryan I'm
2: Caitlin Bassett
8: I'm Alex Deminor. These are extraordinary times The
2: presence of COVID-19 means that each and every one of us is facing our toughest ever opposition
4: And although we stand apart, if we work together as a team and play by the rules We'll soon get back to playing and watching the sport we love
2: We need your support now more than ever
4: So let's play by the rules Wash your hands and listen to advice If we play by the rules...
2: If we play by the rules...
4: We'll all get through this together.
8: Hi, I'm Peter Tollich. Join me every Thursday at 9am for the Music Director Program. Two hours of the newest music from Australia and around the globe. I play all genres of music from Americana to Zydeco with a heavy emphasis on Australian music. So if you like it new like I do and want to stay up to date, lock in 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time every Thursday for the Music Director Program on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside.
11: G'day, hello, and g'day. My name's Josh Gatt, and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m., and I showcase the very best in new Australian independent music, from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes, as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Blue Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m. Catch you there.
0: You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia. Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au, and our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au. And uh, we lost one of the bananas, which means they split before the bananas. They did. So let's. We got him back this banana. So yes. And it's, uh, hello to Mr. Tony McPherson.
12: Ah, uh, good day, Ivan. It's, uh, I, I was feeling like a banana split with, uh, with chocolate topping and nuts. I'd, so, how are we all going? Yeah, we're going. We're going good, mate. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. And uh, how's uh, B two going? Not bad. Oh, that, that's <laughs> nice to hear. Yeah. B 2s not happy. B
0: 2s very <laughs> upset and angry,
1: yeah,
12: and yeah, and yeah. he's
0: as and he's in a depression mode. And yeah, I was talking to him today, and he's not a happy
12: chappy at the moment. Oh uh, well, I suppose uh, the alternatives uh, could be worse. Um, yes, no, I don't think it. Look, last week we were we were like uh, chocolates. Today we're like port lollies. So um, we've just got to hang in there, and uh, hopefully, at some stage in the next fortnight, we'll be racing pigeons again. I use the word hopefully.
14: Okay. Um, I'd like to welcome on the show from Queensland, uh, Trent Poutley from the Origin Lofts. G'day Trent, how are you?
16: Yeah, good mate, yourself?
14: Excellent, excellent. Now before we keep going, I'll get um, the partner in crime here, one of your members, uh, or fellow friends, uh, Patrick Ketchel. G'day Patrick. Hey
17: Charlie, how are
14: you mate? Good, good. Um, Now before I I get started with uh, Trent, can you, have you got some results there for us?
17: Mate, sure do. Now um, on the tenth of July, so not last Sunday, Sunday before uh, the QPF race from Maribor, so two hundred and twenty k's. Yep. Um, Ninety-two people race on that weekend. Mate and Trent from Origin lost, knocked it off. Um, yeah, topped it off doing thirteen sixty-four velocity. Um, he put he put 17 seconds on um, GMP Dusha, uh, doing 1361. Uh, Ken Georgeson, third doing 1360. Um, he's only just beaten um, Adam Jubb uh, by one second in fourth, and then fifth was R Mercer doing 1359. So, um, yeah, no, it was a good effort, Trent. Yeah, no, mate, doing really well. And
0: sorry, fellas, I'll have to break you right there because it's time for the Southern FM National Radio News, which is presented here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, on the hour, every hour. So let's go and listen to the Southern FM National Radio News. And you're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in
1: the world. Stop the, Stop, the Stop the pigeon. 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 Stop the pigeon how get him, get him, get him, Grab him. Jab him. Jab him. Stop that pigeon now.
0: Yeah. You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia. Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com au. Charlie Gritch was talking to Trent Powley from Queensland. Take it away, Charlie.
14: Trent, I'm not going to ask you a heap of questions. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put the ball in your court. I'm just going to get you to give us a bit of a rundown of um, obviously when you started and how long you've been racing and up to today.
16: Yeah, righto, mate. I um, I've been involved with pigeons for a while as a junior in New Zealand with me old man and I took a look, like I've taken a bit of a break over the years you know, like chasing girls and Kids and all that sort of thing. So I've just started back again with me old man. This season we're flying both QPF and the NRC, mm-hmm. so we fly we fly as a partnership. And it's um at the minute it's been working been working well. We sort of just play to each other's strengths and flying pretty well flying pretty well on both both feds. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked about that.
14: Oh, excellent! So what sort of birds are you um you're flying?
16: ones with feathers, mate.
14: <laughs> well, you've done the apprenticeship with the
16: other ones, so... Uh... Yeah, no, I've got a bit of, bit of a mixed bag. i eh? got, like, um, a lot of Van Loon sort of, as sort of the base of the loft, um, with a bit of Herrim and Cloister, there's a bit of DeVrent Jannardin in there, um, Jansen, and some Joss Stones as well. But that's basically the, the long and short of the birds in the stock loft, anyway.
14: Yeah. So you've
16: had a few races now, haven't you? Yeah, mate, yep. Your way? Yep. Well, I can't remember off the top of my head. Be, well, the first series is finished, so we're about three or four races into the second series now. okay. Yeah. Oh, that's
14: good. You've been, by the looks of things, you've been doing uh, you've been pretty consistent.
16: Yeah, mate, yeah, yeah. It's just hard work paying off, you know.
14: Yeah, no, excellent.
16: Mm. Excellent.
14: Now, Patrick. Yeah, mate. What's happening at your um? You
17: got something else, something special that's you've been uh, working on too, have you? Yeah, mate. Yeah. So um, our club had their meeting on um, (laughs) Sunday afternoon. So we just thought we'll just announce it. Um, So people that put Brutus pigeons up from uh, Melbourne and Sydney and up to our sale. Um, So we raised thirty two thousand four hundred dollars in total. So the clubs just announced that first place will get $15,000. Second place will get $7,500. 3rd place will get $3,750. 4th place will be $2,000. 5th place will be $1,000. Sixth place will be $750. 7th place will be $600. Eighth place will be 550 Ninth place will be 450 And tenth place will be 300 but then with the best outside pigeon breeder would be $500. Right. So, um, yeah, so, no, big, big, massive shout-out to the people that put the babies and all that in the sale and raised some money and, yeah, hopefully someone, yeah, maybe outside the club might win. Oh,
14: no, that's good. It looks like uh, the boys in your club have been doing well also in your, um, in your fed racing.
17: Oh, Charlie, mate, it's, the strength in the club is just getting better and better. Um, mate, it, like, on the weekend, like, Sean Elliott from Winter Manly, um he knocked the Fed off uh, from Bundaberg at 300 Ks, but, like, mate, like, we, we had seven people in the top 15 the week before, I think we had, like, eight in the top 15, um, you know, Trent won it, and then Ken Jordison, third, um, Adam Jove fourth, but... Mate, we took it out. Yeah, no, we're, the strength in the club, you know, just to win the club, you know, you're in the top ten in the fed most weeks. So, um, yeah, no, it's looking, looking really strong.
14: How's our mate Bob
17: going? Bob's going good. Yeah, no, he's, he's going well. Um, him and his grandson, they're having fun, mate. So, um, yeah, just not long ago we um, celebrated Joel's birthday and the club donated or we all chipped in and bought... Joel he's um first um, basketing crates for him. So, um, yeah, we bought him some new crates and put his little name tags on the crates, so he's got his own little identity, so He'll be
14: buying him oh. a pair of shoes soon for his first date. <laughs> 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 so but no
17: nah, <laughs> Oh, that's it mate. No, he's 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 having fun, mate. He, you know, Joel's you know, hopefully one of the boys for the future for our club and take it on when we all go, so yeah. Um, no, he's a good kid. He's you know helps out and yeah, he's not shy to put the birds through. He's he's a good kid. Ah, ah that's good. Sorry. Well,
14: uh, well, Patrick, again, thanks for uh, for coming on and um and for you, Trent. That's uh, excellent job, mate. Uh, for doing uh what you did the other week winning that fed and you've been flying pretty consistent. So um, no doubt we'll um we're gonna get to hear your name and the rest of the guys in your club by the thing by the sounds of things. So um. Again, mate, well done, and hope we get
16: to see, speak to you again. Yeah, no worries, mate. Any time, appreciate it. And just a shout out to you guys. Oh, eh? you guys are doing a great job, eh? Yeah, no worries. Thanks for that. Oh, good, mate. All right. So again, thanks, boys, and uh, we'll speak to you very soon. Right. On. Thanks, Charlie. Thanks.
2: All right. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomas Town Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages, and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439.
5: Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Mead. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramud stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Toulon Bale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. Southern FM sponsor.
4: Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia. Number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds
6: flying high? Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks, and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Pet Stock to Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia.
3: Southern FM sponsor.
7: Natural pigeon products are the Australian distributors for Rohnfried Pigeon Products. Rohnfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeon's inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, broadcast from Melbourne, Australia, on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside.
1: So, stop the pigeon, 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 stop the pigeon,
0: you're tuned to pigeon radio australia here from melbourne australia pigeon media studios our website address at pigeon radio australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au you can find us on all social media so go to the google machine search pigeon radio australia and we'll come up on top of the page now tony mcpherson has a couple of people from western australia on the line and i'll let him do the honors tony mcpherson take it away mate
12: Ah, thank you, Ivan. Look, I'd like to uh, welcome um, once again some crow eaters from WA, Brian Brennan, the president of the PRF. Uh, welcome aboard there, Brian, on Pigeon Radio on 88.3 Southern FM. Yeah, How are you there going go. there, buddy?
18: Yeah, good. Thanks for having us, Tony. And, mate, we're not crow eaters. We're South Australian worst. We're bloody sand brothers, mate.
12: Uh, that's it? <laughs> well, there you go. You corrected me. Okay. Sand gropers, that's it. Sand gropers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got all back to front, didn't I? Yeah. Well, so nothing. are about, okay. What are we going to talk about tonight? Okay. What do you want to, okay. now, do you want to you? Now, Brian, Brian, what's what's happening over in the uh, over in WA with the pigeon racing? What's happening in PRF, and how they have been going? Well, uh, we've uh, <laughs> Had a little bit of rotor visitors, just like
18: you guys, near some States. But uh, we're still racing our pigeons. Um, unlike some states over there, have been locked down. I don't know whether you've got permits to uh, to toss your birds, but I, I did see where it was being discussed. But no, we we continue to race, and uh, we had our first Federation race of the year from from um, Galena Bridge on Saturday, and with the with the new. Um, race calculation system we were able to um see the results go on, on the um, website live which is quite exciting considering that uh, we've had to uh, resort to better clubs clocking out in their own clubhouse due to the um the delta delta variant of covid-19 of course um making its way to wa and with um uh, less than seventy percent of our population vaccinated. Well, we just we just thought it wasn't worth, worth the risk to have uh, you know mass uh, plug outs at one venue and put everybody at risk. So yeah, we did it that way, and uh, and we're going to continue to do it that way for the rest of the, of the season,
12: and it's working out okay. And that sounds that sounds very good, there, Brian. It's a big change. Um, the race calculation is that on RaceNet or? is um,
18: or um, so the it's it's, a South, it's what the South Australian uh, SAFRA use. Okay. Um, Gavin Harris uh, introduced us to it, and yeah. uh, it's proven to be quite good. Um, the only thing is, it's brilliant. Everything works fine. User-friendly, the whole deal. But... Uh, With some clubs uh, clocking out on Sunday night and some clocking out on Monday night, you sort of, you you don't get that instant uh, result appearing on the website, unfortunately. So, so we might have to do something about that next season to, so it can um, do what uh, we we put it in place to do. Yeah. Yeah.
12: Yeah. Now, of course, it's it's now the winner of the Fed on, um, on Saturday. Yes. Which, who picked up the feed on Saturday? A guy called Kevin Murta.
8: Um, okay, a
12: yeah, very well-known flyer. Kevin is a
18: top flyer, and yeah. uh, when, he's, when he's got his birds on form, especially in the sprint series, he's hard to beat. Um, yeah. You know, along with David Schaefer and those guys and Brad Phillips down there, they're all fly brilliant pigeons. So, um, so
12: Kevin one yeah. yeah. Nice to see you. Yeah. Yep. Now, we've got a couple other sandgropers uh, <laughs> on the line there. We've got uh, Peter Adams and uh, Steve King from Bustleton. Are you guys still on board? Yeah, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well, mate. How about you? Yeah, good. G'day, good gentlemen. Yay, Steve. Now, um, tell us, uh, what's been going on with the uh, Busselton boys?
10: Well, I've been really unlucky, mate. Unlucky is all I can say. <laughs> I
12: mean, you
10: can Kingy. have a laugh there, Brian. <laughs> <And take> you <laughs>
14: laugh, Brian. Yeah. Yeah.
10: So close yet, so far. Now Kingy's Mick's mix, um mix the bridesmaid every week and Kingy's giving us a bit of a touch up at the moment, but he's sitting next to me, so don't be too nice to him.
12: <laughs> no, that's good to hear. Good to hear. Now, uh, uh, you guys always have a have a uh, fundraising function. Um, when is when is that going to be held?
10: Uh? Uh, we with with COVID and all that, mate. We've just put it on the back burner, and all our sponsors. We just made it into basically a raffle. So uh, the tickets sold in two days. We had sixty hundred dollar tickets. Which makes us sixty grand, and that keeps us going for the year. The ticket sold in a couple of days last year. Last year, so we'll probably do that. It's a lot less effort, and they don't make as big a mess at my place, mate. So it's good. <laughs> <laughs>
12: okay, now now, Steve, you you won on the on the weekend. Yeah, no, I had a good win,
19: Tony. I um, had twenty two birds up, which is a lot for us, and um, had had good returns. Dropped two, but. Um, had ten on the drop, so I'm pretty happy about that. It's good, good race for me. It was a um a Dero Sablon. Ah, okay. I've, I've got a lot of Dorra Sublones. From um, majority of them from Jack Van Der Linden, but this particular hen was uh, down from I don't know if you've heard of the Gilbert, but I'll yes, yes, down yes. from that lot. Yeah, quite, very, a bit, quite
12: a bit removed from the Gilbert, but it's always good to say that. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a very good line of uh, of blondes, actually. Very good. Um, was it... Now, Peter, I, I think I sent you one, didn't I?
10: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, like I said, I, I've got to give them until next year, mate, after Mr Foxy went through me loft there and decided to kill about 80, 80 me race birds. But, um, so I don't really know... The problem I've got this year is I don't know what's, what stock's worth keeping and what I should get rid of because it's not really fair if the bird gets eaten by a fox to, 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 to kill the parents, or sorry, to dispose of the parents. Yes. So yeah. I'll have, I'll have none, But I'm pretty sure there's still a couple on the perch there, mate, so I'll be interested to see how they go. Yeah,
12: yeah. No, that's really good. Now, um, Brian. Yes. Uh, I think uh, the Bustleton boys, they jump on board with the WA. Uh, PRF this weekend, isn't it? No, twenty first of August they. Uh, oh, 21st of
18: August. Gee, it's yeah, they, a
12: fair way, fair way to go yet. Yeah, well,
18: they they fly with us uh, some races. They fly with uh, a different uh, club. Other races, oh. you know, for, for transport purposes. And uh, yeah, the uh, they're coming on board uh, for a, at about the same time as our Federation MB Derby, which will be from and Nerrin on the 20th 1st of August, and yeah, so we're working all those details out as we speak, virtually.
12: Yep, yep. Now, now the PRF always have a, a special race, the Legacy Race. Yep. Um, how's that been going? Well, it's been going brilliantly for some people, not so brilliantly for me,
18: but... <laughs> uh, you know, it's the greatest value race in, in Australia because I mean, every year you can you can put your your birds in your, your nominations and the and, and they're auctioned off. You can get your own back or you can get somebody else's. And for as long as that pigeon is, if, as long as you've got that pigeon, it's eligible to race in the legacy race for two, three, four, five years if And the prize money is brilliant. It's a, and and it's for a wonderfully um, good cause. Um, uh, it's for the legatees of the you know, defence forces personnel and uh, and for police legatees, and it's a brilliant system,
12: and, and it's a full credit to the committee. That, quite frankly, well, it certainly is. Um, you know uh, well, as you know, I, I've sent, sent birds up there quite uh, over you know, over a few years, and um, we'll, keep, we'll keep doing so. It's a, uh, I think it's a really. Worthy course, and uh, it's the same as the uh, uh, the Bustleton boys. They have a sale there and raise money for the for the club and everything else. And um, um,
18: yeah, I actually picked up one of your consignments for the Bustleton boys once, and uh, and for them to collect the take down and. uh, They were the most beautifully
12: produced youngsters that I've seen in years. A credit to you, Tony, actually. (laughs) Thanks very much there, Brian. I think uh, that might have been the consignment that uh, uh, Kingy might have uh, got a nice pigeon out of.
19: Oh, yeah. I'll just (laughs) jump in there. Yeah, I did. Very nice pigeon. And having said that, Tony, one of those birds, um, the young birds that you sent over a few months back, we tossed 70 kilometres today, and that was my... uh,
12: food in. Oh, well, let's see how we go there, Steve. Let's see how we go. You never know.
1: He
10: reckons never he's know? got the new goat, Tony. He reckons he's got goat two coming along. <laughs> 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 it might be the boat. <laughs> 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 it might, be the, might be the, yeah, the, the boat, the best of all times. So he's got the greatest of all time and the best of all time. <laughs>
12: <laughs> well, you never know. You never know, Steve. But let's hope so. Let's hope so. Look, I... I'd love to see uh, yeah, the birds do well for all the guys up there because they – look. I've given them to the clubs um, for a good cause, you know, to raise money for the uh, legacy and to raise money for the uh, for for the Bustleton boys and um, and also uh, I think um, a few years ago you guys uh, as a club at Bustleton you bought uh, a team of birds that I put up for um, the Children's Hospital appeal that we ran for Pigeon Radio. And um, he wanted to buy another another round, and I said no, I'll give them to you because uh, if you wanted to support the children's hospital, you know, there's no worries about supporting you guys. So well, that's uh, how it all
10: started, is not it? That's how it all started. We were in Perth for that uh, weekend, and uh yeah, because that's to see the problem with Brian. Brian's got a wonderful son in Michael, but he's a parasite too sometimes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> take it easy. Take, <laughs> it easy, take it easy, mate. Me, me, work. And, me and Tini got on the Tony McPherson bandwagon, got him back to bustle. And Mick took one look at him and goes, "I want some of them." <laughs> <laughs> they he's pretty good just, just hanging in the background and just swoops at the last minute, Brian. You've got to have, need to have a word with him about certain I'll things. Tell
18: like you what you, I'll tell you what, you wouldn't want to let his wife in your stock loft either because she swoops on the best youngsters in the bloody nests. i
10: what, Nick's never been happy in his life, for the first time for three years he's actually beaten Sharon, so he's actually pretty happy at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
12: well, uh, we've had Sharon on the show, and, uh, yeah, she flies a pretty mean pigeon, so... Uh,
10: uh, you wait, the, the things will change very shortly. She's just sitting there, she's just lead. lead Getting him into a false sense of security, I think, then she'll pounce when the, when the um, jackpot pool goes up to enough money that's worth winning. Yeah, that's
12: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. The, the money will come out and uh, everyone will have a crack, And but uh, she'll be sitting yeah. sitting on something waiting. But look, it's... Yeah, Sorry,
10: Ron, on. Here's one for you talking about that. We do a jackpot pool, which we do a $5 every week. We're only a small club, as you know, seven or eight flyers. Yes. We do a jackpot pool, which so your pool bird you've got to actually clock. It's not a pool bird, it's gotta be your pool bird that you actually clock and yep. it's gotta win the race.
1: Yeah.
10: So which is hard to do. And I think last year it got up or oh, even in a little club like ours, it got up into what well, five or six hundred bucks, wouldn't it, Kingy, or maybe even more. So it's um it gets pretty competitive near the end of the near the end of the season if it hasn't gone off. I don't know how many other clubs think about that, but it's 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 worth doing because it certainly keeps the competitive juices flowing, and you know some of the guys will end up pulling three or four pigeons just to make sure they get one in the clock and hopefully they win the race because the money's worthwhile.
1: Yeah, look,
12: <laughs> I, I must say it, it would be a great idea, but we don't. We only seem to get one race per year so, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> at, yeah. at the moment, so it's 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 been a bit of a uh yeah, oh yeah been a little bit of a a, a setback down here but um, like I said the, uh, on earlier you know we were chocolates last week now we bought, bought lollies but um, I think we'll be will come good in the next couple of weeks but um, look uh, it's good to see that you guys up there are enjoying your racing uh, in the prF the boys up there I've been following the results and um, boys up there are enjoying their racing and and um, you guys down there at Busselton, Um pretty hard going. But uh, by all reports, um, Kingy, you seem to be uh, touching them up a little bit.
19: Yeah, I've had a bit of a good luck run, really. But Mick's uh, always on my heels, if not right up there all the time. So who knows, you know. It's a long season for us and we're about a third of the way through. Yeah, it's long
12: distance ones. Yeah, now you guys... Um, you have yearlings, the babies, you have two different series. Am I right in saying that?
19: Yeah, you're dead right. Yeah, we we have a young bird series that starts uh, in the beginning of September because we think that they're uh, fully matured then and we race them out to the end of October and that's our young bird series with our young bird derby size
12: so, uh, yep. and all that type of stuff, yeah. So how far do you race them out to? Uh, 500 kilometres. Okay, Three,
19: about
12: 300 miles. Yeah. Now, yep. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that sounds to me like it's a, a, a good idea to let your youngsters mature, then you'll race them next year. As that's, that's how we do it, yeah. Yep, yep. So basically this series that you're racing now, uh, two and three and four and five and six year olds. Correct. Yeah, probably not so much the five and six year olds,
19: but certainly the three and four year olds. The yep. uh, hen that I fucked on the weekend was a four year
1: old. Yep.
12: Okay. Yep. No, that sounds uh, that sounds really good. That sounds like uh, more like the European style of racing. Um, yeah, you know, older birds and and then uh, your youngsters mature and then uh, race them later on. Whereas down here. In Victoria, and probably uh, in you know, in Perth and, and um, every other state, we seem to uh, flog our youngsters really hard and uh, we don't have a, a terrible lot of uh, two- and three-year-olds for the next year, which is um, uh, a bit of a mistake, I think. What do you guys think?
10: Different sort of racing, mate. When we're only racing, like on the weekend, we'll be, what are we, Port Denison with the the other Perth club, because it's just convenient for us and we'll have uh, probably 40 birds racing 500K. So, so there'll be 40. we'll have 40 pigeons in and they've got to do 500K. So the babies just don't like it. They just, no, they haven't, no, got, sure. just haven't got to carry through. Where, where later on in the year, we just tend to find the youngsters. Um, the youngsters actually outpace the two-year-olds, you know, by the early October, late, late September, early October, you tend to find your clock in your youngsters, before your older birds, the older birds have you know had enough by then. They think you can stick this, and uh, we want to we, we'll, we'll go to breeding mode and let the babies do their job. So uh, yeah. it works well. It works well for us. Yeah. It Works well for us. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I, you know I think depending where you are when you got carry over a, a lot of pigeons. It, it's yeah. not so important as us. Otherwise, our losses get too big. Oh, by the way, when you talking about how well, King's doing, did I tell you I've been really unlucky, mate?
12: Say that again.
10: I'll tell you I've been really unlucky lately in
12: the racing, really unlucky. <laughs> yeah, Brian's still laughing from the first time that you said
10: it. Yeah. <laughs> Brian and I are about the same. I think we're dead unlucky, aren't we, Brian? Absolutely. Good <laughs> flies out of luck, mate. Absolutely. If our, if our pitches were faster, we'd be winning. <laughs> but I'll <I'm, laughs> tell, tell you
18: what, uh, the uh, bustling boys certainly have to race smart. They've got to preserve those babies, and they do that. And uh, it's the only way they can... Uh, can uh, be successful in 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 the longer longer distance races. I mean, I've been observing the Buso boys' results and the way they do it for years, and they certainly fly smart. There's no two ways about it.
12: Yeah. Now, Brian, you you um, uh, you have taken over the the presidency, and how's it been going? you know the the settling in and getting it all sorted, and has it has the challenge <laughs> been for you? Well, it is and it's, uh, it's, it's like a challenge and it's like a full-time job
18: and uh, <laughs> you've you just got to stay on top of everything and fortunately I've got a couple of very good can-do guys working uh, with us on, on the uh, committee on the board and uh, we managed to get there and, uh, I mean, it, we don't get it right 100% of the time but uh, we, we go pretty close and um, as long as you keep your finger on the pulse and, and stay you know stay, stay awake and alert at the wheel you you know you've got a fair chance of getting it right
12: that's yeah. for sure there's no doubt about that and and of course um, uh you, you never get it right for everyone, that's for certain, and they certainly let you know when you when you haven't got it right. There's no oh, doubt about that. You know, I'm <laughs> thinking about taking up a knife collection because you get a few on
18: your
10: back. <laughs> <laughs> a, a cutlery set. Hey, Tony, you know his new nickname's Kim Jong-Yong, don't you? Say that again. It, Brian's new nickname is Kim Jong-Yong. <laughs>
12: <Well>, oh <not> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we've got Charlie Greg on the line there. Charlie, would you like to have a chat with the guys there? Hi, boys. Hi, Hi,
14: Charlie.
12: You,
14: Charlie. Yeah. Uh, just a question. Um, I went over to WA geez, many, many years ago when America's Cup was on, which is a pretty long time ago. Yeah. Um, the only one I've got really for you guys is when do you actually start racing. You said you had your first Fed race this weekend. Yep. Does that mean you started this weekend?
18: We started on the 23rd of May. See, our, under our constitution, we start on the nearest day, the nearest Sunday to the 24th of May every year. And uh, this is our this is our first Federation race. So we have had eight sprint races, and this is this is the ninth race, which is uh, which is our first Federation race. 450 k to, to my place.
14: Right. Yeah. So, when do you actually stop racing?
18: Well, we finish racing uh, at about the end of September because uh, once we get further north, it becomes too hot and uh, it's just too hard on the birds. So, we've got to get those long ones in before the end of September, otherwise, it's a disaster.
14: Yeah, because that's what I was trying to sort of work out because we uh, usually finish the work first weekend in November here because yeah. of the heat, but um, because your heat's pretty different. Um, over there, would have been very interesting that um, the used guys can fly the distance and the birds are really flying still in pretty hot conditions, aren't they?
18: Yeah, that's right. But
14: but uh, my
18: ambition, and it's uh, you know, uh, subject to the, the will of the members at every stage, but my ambition is to move those real long ones more to the middle and, to the big, you know, like first or second week in September, and we'll get much, much better results. I've tried this in a, another organisation years ago, and we got better results. But, but uh, I'm yet to convince the masses of that. But hopefully, we get there.
14: Yeah, just that. Um, it was just interesting to see that. Um, you know, guys down here that um, are scared because it's a little bit, little bit hot. Yeah, and yet you guys fly. Your birds seem to be no problems.
18: Well, no problems normally. Um, normally it's very good, but every now and again we get a year that it's just unseasonally warm. The, the, the warmth, the heat just sets in early and uh, we can get caught. As, but if we can get the pigeons up real early um, and get them away, often they'll beat up and get down into cooler uh, cooler sort of weather, like down around Geraldton, and uh, they they. they Handle it quite well, actually.
14: Yeah, no, sir. so sailing in May. Um, I mean, obviously, over over here, you know, June it's pretty cold, and that. So, do you sort of get that cold snap where you are?
1: Well, or, you do.
18: Yeah, well, actually, I, I I've always reckoned my you know my observations over forty years of flying, is that um, July is the worst month of the lot. That's when you, that's that's when you can murder pigeons if you're not real careful with them, and uh, that's the way it is here. But August September are the best months for racing pigeons here, in my view. It's so uh, July.
14: What July is? What colder or cooler or wet? Very wet. Okay.
13: And uh,
18: this year we're having the wettest July in twenty odd years, and uh, we can't get the can't get the Federation transport up the road for uh, you know for for tosses or anything because it's uh, we've missed out on two or three or four tosses now because of the weather, mm. and uh, we've had to change race days because of the weather. Uh, it's been a bit of a nightmare. The old rainfall this July—it's uh, been really
14: tough. Mm. Yeah, because I'm, um, I'm always thinking, you know, and thinking up here because it's COVID and everything. If we go back to the '70s and the '80s, where down here we used to you know, we used to race young birds, we'd yeah. start in March, and you'd have virtually June off. You had six weeks off in June, and uh, that's, when, that's yeah. when we used to knock a lot our birds, and yeah. um, and then we start again in July now. Unfortunately, with this COVID, that's when it hits. It hits in May, June's the worst time. Two years in a row. I know it's only going to get better. Yeah, but um, you know, to, to save our racing, I was thinking maybe we should get the young bird season back up again. Maybe not call it young birds, but um, because it doesn't matter with pigeon racing, it's a cycle. We always breed around the same time. We always train them to fly around the loft at the same time, and unfortunately, we get to road train them. And it's about uh-huh. the same time. It's always when COVID's around, so uh, yeah. you know what I mean. I don't know what it's like yeah. over your way. I mean, probably a bit, bit different because of the weather.
18: Yes, we've had a, we've had a good run actually over here. I mean, we've had a couple of lockdowns, but uh, mm. it hasn't affected our racing this year, fortunately. Yeah. Um, but uh, do you guys still race that? Well, when you can, do you still race at that that young bird program?
10: Yeah. Have
14: the, have the, no, no, no. We um we we call it a a, a short series. And um, old birds together. We don't have that break anymore.
10: Ah,
18: yes, yeah, I do recall when you guys used to used to fascinate me, actually. But, but uh,
14: yeah, well, I mean, we used to get a few flies. It was it was pretty popular back then, and um, yeah, I mean, we used to look forward to it, you know, because you breed, you know, you breed in June. Your birds are you maybe got one or two flights to go, and you go through the young bird season with yeah. You, know, you pick out your twenty birds, and you fly them. It's no problems. Yeah. You had your break, you knock like your birds, and then you start your old birds. So it was always a good thing having a break because that's when we we to give them the pock, you know?
18: Yeah, and, of course, that's the the worst part of your winter over there, isn't it?
14: Correct, yeah. And, um, you know, we're starting um, at that time of year, and unfortunately you're always going to get – I mean, now we've got COVID lockdown. Yeah. This weekend wasn't too bad, but um, although Saturday was pretty sort of average, yeah. we could have had a race or we might not have had a race. So COVID yeah. sort of – it's a favour
1: anyway.
14: Yeah, um, yeah. We always get one or two funny, funny weekends at this time of year. That um, it could be a race or no race. I think if I think
18: if guys generally uh, put more effort into preserving their young bird teams uh, as uh, yearlings and two year olds, um, they might be better off with these some some of these changing conditions than racing through you know, like June over there and July over here, because mm. the young birds don't cope with it very well at all, I don't think.
14: No, I think um, the COVID's going to do them a favour. I reckon if we start another week later or two, the birds are going to um, look better. They're going to be fully, fully, uh, fairly, which the most of them are now, and yes. uh, you'll get a bit more out of them.
18: Have you guys got a permit to toss, or can you get a permit to toss your birds? No,
14: not at all,
12: no. 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 no, not at the moment there, Brian. We're, we're, we're sort of um, just hanging out at the minute. Yeah, so, I think that we that are. But look, uh, Charlie Charlie, and I were talking about this earlier um, this week or, uh, well, it's Monday, and we were talking about it the other day in regards to um, the, the times that we start. You know, yeah, we know, we start in July and it's early, you know, you know, early July, uh, and really, you know, the weather is absolutely terrible, yeah. and and because it is terrible, people are flogging, you know, trying to get their birds going, and, and of course, by doing that, they're pushing the birds too hard, and that creates other problems, and uh, losses are terrible, you know, in, in that regards, and um, really, uh, you know, we should be starting Personally, I reckon we should be starting it um, on the first of August. You know, is where we've got the birds, we got them through. We can take take our time, pick the weekends that we toss them, and everything else in there, uh, and then we can have a couple of races, a couple of races each weekend. But um, getting people to change is uh, is. Uh, Pretty pretty difficult. It's the same as the five and the 600 mile. Now, you're talking about having your five yeah. and six um, earlier in the season. Um, yeah. We've, tr- we've tried that out um, in the greater Melbourne, and, and, it, and it worked out very well. Um, you know, we, we had it after the 350s. If a bird can fly 350 miles, he can fly five without any problems.
18: You get a good, uh, yeah, you get a good six or eight hour, nine hour, 350 miler under their belt and then they have two or three weeks, three or four weeks off perhaps. So if they've got the breeding and the and the constitution and the fitness and the health,
12: they'll fly the six and 700 very, very well. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Now,
10: how about you guys down in Busselton?
12: What do you think about the... the I, uh,
10: we were just chatting there behind, just whispering thing and... We, we find the later the better. Well, You've got to remember, mate, we actually used to start in the old days on Mother's Day. That was when we started in May. Now, not only do we lose our pigeons, but Kingy and I lost our wives, mate, so we're single because of that. So you lose four of the pigeons if you're not careful if you start on mother's Day, <laughs> No, not, not a very good idea at all. <laughs> no, no. Well, by the time we worked it out, it was too late, mate. they are gone. <laughs> <laughs> the coop. The fox had been there and... <laughs> <laughs> they didn't trap at all, mate. Well, they we used to come home because all their clothes were gone. But they, 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 they were widowhood hens.
12: <laughs> oh dear, dear, dear. So, yeah, no. Uh,
10: all, in all seriousness, we used to start on Mother's Day, third, about the thirteenth of May, but that was just ridiculously early. And we are we start the sixth of June now, so we are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We've had seven seven races, yes. and our returns have been very good. But this yeah. is the first year that that's been the case for a few years, and. If, if we could do it, we'd start later, but obviously we've got to work in and we appreciate the fact that we can. We've got to work in with the West Coast and the PRF. To take yes. third. We, we go to 360K on our own steam with our own vehicle. Yes. But after that, just cost are inhibitive of going any further than that. So so we make a look at we look at the uh, program and then work, at, work our program around that. And This year it's been unbelievable because we've hardly lost a pigeon yet. It's just been pretty well 100% returns every week.
12: Yeah. Oh, look. Uh, look. I, I totally agree. Look, um, Brian. Yes. Yeah. If you if you have a look at your season, your, your calendar. Yeah. Uh, uh, in early days, how many races did you have on your calendar um, in the early days? Well, we've always had around twenty, twenty-two. But if you're talking early days, if we if you take
18: us take it back even ten or fifteen years, we yep. you know the PRF used to have up to. Up to thirteen races over five hundred k's. Now yep. that's a lot. That's a tough season. But
1: it is. Uh, they
18: had tough birds, and uh, they used to they used to fly, you know, fly bit, fly out the season, and uh, everybody used to turn up every week. But um, these days we might have eight or nine at that distance. Well, we wouldn't have eight or nine at that distance. It's uh, you know we, we we've sort of gone down a path of. More preservation of the bird and um, and and uh, trying to manage uh, manage our losses, keep our losses down, and, and look after the welfare of the birds. But yep. at the same time, we have our we have our distance races. Yeah, but just not quite so many of them. Yep. Yep.
12: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie, you still there? <laughs> I'm still here. Okay. Well, I think it's uh, about time that we give this a wrap. And, yes, time to uh, Yeah, time to time to wrap it up. And um, listen, guys, it's great talking with you. Um, if you've got anything to plug, plug
10: it now. Yeah, uh, we need, King and I need a wife. Okay, but that's all right. You, know, to come you have to wait. Have to wait for Mother's Day. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Yeah, yeah. Or, we can wait for Mother's Day. We're not. We're not in any hurry. <laughs>
12: Good on you. How about you, Brian? Uh, Yeah, if there's anybody
18: out there that's interested in pigeon racing, just just check out the PRF website. You've got all the contact details, my phone number and email addresses there, and uh, we'll, uh, you know, we'll gladly um, mentor some uh, new flyers into the game. I've got a fantastic guy that's just Got a bit interested in pigeon flying. He's a he's a, a doctor of medicine and he's also a practicing anaesthetist and uh, he's absolutely mad, crazy, crazy keen on pigeon racing. And we need to attract these good people into the game. And uh, so, if anybody out there is listening and you're in Western Australia and you're interested in pigeon racing, get onto our website PRF of WA, and it's all there.
12: Yep. Very good, very good, there, Brian. And look, I'd like to thank all of you guys. It's it's been a good night. It's been a fun night, and uh, thank you very much for coming on board. And we'll catch up with you again later on. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, good
10: to see you, mate. Thanks, mate. Cheers, boys. Cheers, guys. guys.
20: I'm rolling in, and the cracks will start to mend, we can finally say it's raining pineapples again and we'll say, hey, it's coming down and hey, soaking the ground, it's taken off but we've still got a long, long way to go and we'll say, hey, go grab a beer cause what a way to spend the day that we can say it's raining pineapples again. The kids and not let them see you cry. Cause they're the reason we'll take one day at a time, and that's one less day before we get to save. hey, It's coming down and hey! soaking the ground, it's taking off, but we've still got a long, long way to go. We'll say, hey! Go grab a big.
7: Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rohnfried Pigeon Products. Rohnfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeon's inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 35 and pigeonvitality.com.au
3: Southern FM Sponsor
6: Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need a wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks, and health supplements, plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Pet Stock Terelgan. Broad Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia.
5: Southern FM Sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Taramead. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramid Stock Feed and Farming Supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale open seven days a week telephone peter on 0484 340
4: 551 southern fm sponsor keep your pigeons healthy with applied nutrition australia number one for all-in-one bird supplements tummy right for pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract the applied nutrition range of products is made in australia and sold factory direct to you for top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit
2: appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439.
3: Southern FM sponsor.
7: You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the bayside, Melbourne, Australia.
0: you're tuned to pigeon radio Australia and our website address at pigeon radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. and uh,
12: anything else you want to tell us there uh, fellas yes Tony Mac here the Croydon pigeon club mm-hmm. on the on the 15th of January 2022 will be having their Croydon Classic Squeaker Sale along with the 100 years plus two celebrations. It'll be a big day, barbecue at the club rooms down at uh, Hughes Park Reserve in Croydon. Yeah, let's hope and there's no COVID in January. Well, let's hope, let's, yes, it's, it's summertime then, so maybe COVID's gone, but, uh, anyway, 2022, we're going to have a sale, a squeaker sale for the Croydon Classic. The birds that are put in the sale will be eligible for the Croydon Classic, which will be raced from Mildura, um, in 2023. So, or 2022, I should say. Uh, so the, <laughs> I'm, I'm losing track. But uh, look, um, you need to it's, eat more peas, Tony
9: McPherson. Well, mate, I, I,
12: <laughs> look, look, I, I've got crow eaters and sand gropers and, and uh, everything else. I'm, i think I'm, I'm COVID out, mate.
14: But, days of uh, the week, you even can't remember your days of your week. Uh, well, yeah, listen, mate. Oh, I think uh, Charlie. Give him a couple of
0: bags
12: of peas. He needs to eat peas. <laughs> oh, peas. Oh, mate. But look, yeah, the the um, the uh, the the rooms look great, and uh, so yeah, we're going to have. you know, we had a meeting with the members, and um, we're going to have the the sale on the fifteenth. It's a Saturday, and and we'll have our. 100th anniversary celebration, it'll be two years later, but anyway, uh, that's what COVID does to you. And Tony uh,
14: McPherson
0: and Charlie, we were talking today and during the week, and um, we've decided to uh, postpone the uh, Pigeon Convention because, uh, look, you just can't plan things, you don't know what's going on.
12: Oh, there's no doubt about that, um, Ivan. The only thing I know that the day that you're having it is November the fourteenth, and that's my birthday. Hmm. So, uh, uh, do
14: you reckon you'll forget about that, son? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
12: Listen, mate, anything's possible. Anything's possible. I'm I'm getting to that age, (laughs) you know, Uh, Charlie, Charlie, who and. Charlie who and Ivan what, yep. <laughs> so,
0: Tony, I was just going to say that we've decided that we're going to still do a fundraising appeal for the Royal Children's Hospital, and that will be done around Easter time in 2022.
12: Yes, that'd be a good idea, I think. Um, mm. um, uh, definitely a good idea. Mm. There's no doubt about it. Mm. The Greater Melbourne will be having a um, uh, a, a sale as well mm. um, this year. Um so just keep your eyes open on the great, great amalgam. All of right, let's site. see
14: what Charlie's got to say. You got anything to say, Charlie? Um, not really. I've um, <laughs> I've got a couple of weeks more before I say anything. I've got um, uh-huh. a couple of things coming up. So um, no, you're
0: you're working on you're 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 working in the background very hard, aren't you? Oh
14: yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm shooting on stop, so um, hmm. everything's full pelt here. So let's uh, cross yeah. our fingers,
0: Charlie, and you can get permission that we can toss our pigeons.
14: <laughs> oh, that part would be great too. Yeah, that's, what, that's all
0: we need, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's um, all. Yeah, we... Mate, I'll tell you something. If I could toss my pigeons, I'd be ha- as happy as a pig in you-know-what. <laughs>
14: Not everybody will be happy. You know that. There's always someone that's going to say something.
1: Mm.
0: Well, look yeah. at Tony Barbara. He's ready to start crying, aren't you, Tony?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
14: Yeah, the main God. thing is you still got your pigeons, and you can still fly them around the roof. Yeah, that look. Um, there's one <laughs> thing I'd, I'd like. Maybe yeah, we should start like flying these page. birds
0: like the roller club and see how long they can stay up in the air or something. Yeah, I don't uh, know,
12: <laughs> Ivan. Ivan. Whilst we're there, whilst we're t- talking, I'd like to wish all of our fellow pigeon fanciers over in Europe. That have had these massive floods. I oh, just yeah. wish them well. Um, yes. It's been a terrible uh, situation. Well, I did ring
0: Belgium before the program, and I was t- talking to a couple of our mates in Belgium, and I can report that they're they're okay.
12: Yeah, that's good hmm. because uh, I'm sure there'll be pigeon fanciers over in over in Europe that um, have suffered through this. There's no doubt about that. So um, I just wish everyone well over there. That's that's for certain. But anyway, that's enough from me. Yep. Bye,
0: Tony McPherson.
12: Yeah, good yeah, goodbye. Mm. <laughs> good, goodbye, Ivan. <laughs> goodbye, B2, and goodbye, Pink Panther. <laughs> All right, Tony Barbara, goodbye. Goodbye, Ben. Goodbye, B1. Goodbye, Pink Panther, and goodbye to everybody around the web.
0: And I hope you cheer up, Tony. Cheer up, mate. We'll we'll be we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah.
1: And just can't be going
0: on. Mm, no, can't keep. They can't keep locking us up all the time. It's just impossible. We're not <laughs> monkeys. We're people. We're not <laughs>
12: up in our house like we've been in jail. Hmm. Yeah, just go out and get your injections.
0: He's already had his injection. I yeah, had
12: one. You've got to get everyone else out there. Mm. Mm. Tell them all. Got mine yesterday. Go yeah, get I your got, jab. You've got to wait for the second to, to get to September. Mm. Mm. Mate, you, you'll end up, you might have to have a, you've had your injection, you probably have to have a follow-up now. Yeah.
1: Mm. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs>
0: Anyway, anyway, we got to go. So let's catch this program next week, same time, same station, Pigeon Radio Australia. Cheerio, everybody!
1: Stop. Oh, stop the pigeon! Stop the pigeon!